0: got sent the
1: strongest soldiers, so it's never over Even if you need someone to hold you to keep your composure Even on the days you're moving slower and can't seem to focus You were meant for greatness and you know it, you just gotta show it Know you crushed life a couple times, but it's okay you growing Know you gotta read between the lines, but it's okay you on it Know you got some people in your life that's gonna make you want it Know you got some people by your side when you look into their eyes All you ever do is smile cause they make you worth it Already know this life ain't perfect, but you gotta work it. Welcome
2: to One Sick B. I am your host, One Sick B. Here at One Sick B, we don't cry, we thrive. We don't whine, we win. Shout out to <laughs> Ricardo for their it's a pride. It's a Pretty bottle to go check them out. But shout out to Beerfoot with Remember the definition of One Sick B is a strong individual that fights through an unimaginable. Undeniable, courageous battles that life throws at them without warning, that refuses to carry the spirit of brokenness. This morning, I am blessed with a guest named Adrienne. She is on. Uh, she was a contestant on American Ninja Warrior. She is strong. She is fearless. And she is, by God, gorgeous. She has a wonderful attitude. I came across her actually on Instagram. Um, she was doing some amazing things. She's the only thing that I could ever do. But through her, I was like, i it's a chance because I always want to fly across and do things like a ninja, but I can't move like a ninja. I'm a little off balance, but I have magic powers in my mind like she does. Like to lift up a, t- uh, uh, I mean a, a tire, not just the ordinary tire. I'm talking about like those tractor tires. She is awesome. So. Welcome, Adrian. Hi. Adrian.
0: Good morning. How are you? This Thanks for morning? having me. I am good. Um, we're we've got our time difference here, but I'm I'm so honored to be on your podcast.
2: Oh, thank you. I'm so honored that you um agreed. So, Adrian, how have you been during COVID? And I've been asking my guests how have they been. How has COVID affected you? Uh, good things, bad things, and also how do you feel about this vaccine and are you going to get the vaccination or have you got the vaccination?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, COVID has affected me in many ways. I, one, I, it made me change my course with where I'm at with my career. Um, I'm a nurse. And so I was working bedside for, um, for a good I'm going to say six, seven years and I'm approaching my eighth year in this profession. And I, over la- the last summer, I decided to change my setting of where I was working because I was worried for myself because, yeah. you know, I'm on, I'm on immunosuppressants. Um, mm. uh, I was on infusion and I, I, I just know for myself that that's one of the risk factors of, is I'm high risk for infections. And so I just decided to change my my environment of where I was working as a nurse, I know as a nurse, you can do so many things. And so I was just like, I know there must be something else out there that I could do. And so I was in a, a little bit of a pit of depression. Cause I, when I quit my job, I was like, I don't know. Now I don't know where I'll be. And yeah. I was worried about my insurance and you know how that is, right? With yeah. you're trying to get your medication and all that and, and make sure you're covered because Right you'd rather choose that over. it's like, it's like not life and death, but you're, you're saying, do I, I want want, to, yeah, it's your lifeline. Like I want to get medication or I'm just not going to have any coverage, you know, get, get any treatment, you know? So that was a, um, it was a really difficult time and I think it, it was for everybody, but I think more so for people with chronic illness. And so, um, and with regards to the vaccination, I, I, I was as a nurse and as a patient, I, it was kind of like a, two perspectives there all at once, both going towards, yeah, I'm gonna get it because again, we're, um, I, for me, I, you know, I'm a proponent of science. If there's science, there's a if there's evidence of it, then I'll go for it. You know, that's just my nurse side kicking in, and then my patient side is like, okay. Well, yeah. Let's look for let's look for what the experts are saying because, you know, I, I feel like that's how we're progressing with the, through this pandemic, anyways. And so it's just like I think I'm just gonna get it. Like we're already here. It's like one of those things. We're already here. Like right,
2: definitely. We're all
0: gonna I'm just gonna get it. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and that's it, you know, hey, everybody has their mix. Some people say they're getting it, some people say they're not. I think the only fear that I had was that now that you don't have to wear masks, what about those people who they already didn't want to wear the mask, they already didn't believe in COVID, and so now they're not wearing masks, and they didn't do anything different during the pandemic, but nothing, like I said, anything yeah. didn't do so that's my fear and then with autoimmune disease so I've decided that I'm still going to wear my mask because thank you, you know, Yep. I'm, I'm just going to I'm going to have to look as if I stay overseas at all times because um, because there's so many people who they they weren't wearing it anyway and then they didn't want to wear it and they're not getting the vaccination anyway and they thought it was a whole hoax anyway Yeah. Walk, so yeah you know.
0: The yeah. Uh, yeah. At the end of the day, though, Brandy, at the end of the day for, for us, it's we're just looking out. We're just looking out for ourselves because at the end of the day, we're the only ones who are who's helping ourselves. Right. Because yeah. no one no one knows what it's like to be in our shoes. So we just have to look yeah. out for ourselves.
2: Definitely. So let's start by introducing your story. let tell us when you got diagnosed, how you got diagnosed your symptoms and even prior to your diagnosis, if you look <clears> back <throat> and say, hey, I've seen some hey, let's start your story. Part.
0: Yeah. So um, I was I was diagnosed 2016, um, early 2016. I I was actually living with my parents. I I was in the living room, I was watching TV, my my whole right side was um, if I were to describe it it's just a some tingling but it was accompanied with overwhelming weakness as in I'm not tired but I just I can still move it was just overwhelming weakness and I it's just hard for me to to describe it to people because it's just hard to describe it you know yeah. what it is sometimes it's yeah. just hard to describe yeah. it to people but I as a nurse I was as a nurse I was just I was just assessing myself already I was like. I can't be having a stroke. And so I just asked my mom and my, my, my parents to just call for help because it was just not normal because that's how it was when um, but way back, um, probably several years back in college, my whole right leg was numb. Like my whole right leg was numb and I was just weirded out by it. And I just couldn't feel anything, Could like just trying to, no sensation there whatsoever, but I could move it, you know, and all that. I went to the doctor and doctor said I had a pinched nerve. Um, I would wait back then I was, you know, going for runs in the weekend, you know, through school and all that. And he was just like, stop, stop running for a while. And so I did. And then it went away. So I thought, you know, oh, that was just it. But I think hindsight, though, I think a lot of our symptoms as, you know, uh, for MS, is like hindsight now for me, I knew it makes sense. Just everything made sense. Like, you know, we're looking for reasons. We're looking for why things are happening or what, what was happening back then. But it all makes sense now. Like my right leg, um, being numb and, um, actually months before I was diagnosed, um, late, late 2015, my whole left arm was just, uh, it felt like I slept on it wrong. Like overnight I slept on it wrong. And some tingling and I was just weirded out. I was sent to physical therapy because, you know, x-rays were good and all that. Again, it just all came together. And so when, when the hospitalist admitted me um, that, that, you know, early 2016 was just like, Hey, good news didn't have a stroke, but we've got to talk like that, that, that sentence like always sticks out to me because it was the moment where I was just, you know, you go through that process of grief when you when you try to grieve something, not just like a person or whatever, but maybe like your old self. And so I think I was in a process of denial when she said that those words, like, we've got to talk because it just kind of like opened my eyes, like what's going on. And I was just like a little bit of it in a shock because there's just no way. I think it's the first thing that I said, where well, there's no way, there's no way. Um, yeah. so. Uh,
2: yeah. I, um, I also, I, mention, uh, I, also course, I uh, want to mention, of course, that she is a Filipino American. So can, do you think that you got overlooked uh, when you first started having symptoms and pushed off? I'm not, I, I'm not, I, I'm just asking the question. Do you feel that um, you might have since being Filipino American that you might have been pushed off that if maybe you hadn't been they would have looked further, or you didn't feel. It. I mean, and some people don't feel like that in their situation. So this is just a question I'm asking because I don't. Yeah. Know.
0: Like, no, that? no, right. no. Yeah, like, thank you for that, that question. Uh,
2: the minority community.
0: I, so, mm-hmm. I think, I think so. Not just as being Asian and whatnot, but also as a woman. Like we we, we complain about a lot of things. But, you know. And and you know with reason like we we go through a lot like we go through a lot pain societal pressures a, yeah. a lot so yeah. shout out shout out to all the women I just want to yes. give a sh- quick shout out there. but <laughs> yes. no um but no um I think as being a as a woman and as a woman of uh you know being being Asian I think that I was seen as oh it's it's all like, I remember like, uh, I, I, re- I remember being told when, you know, when I was first like rushed to the ER was like, oh, maybe it's just um, an anxiety attack, you know, that I'm having this right-sided weakness. It's, it's Maybe it's just an anxiety attack. It's like, yes, absolutely. It's an anxiety attack. But no, you just got to check me out first before you, before I can confirm that for you. But I think a lot of it, a lot of it is, um. I don't know if prejudice is the word, but like, just um, I don't know if discrimination is the word, but it's just like a, a an assumption, or preconceived notion. I'm gonna say preconceived notion because of how I look, how I present myself. Um, I, I guess I should have thrown in there that I was a nurse, but I didn't. I didn't want to use that nurse card, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah, I understand what you're saying. Uh, also. Um, <laughs> How do you, when you got diagnosed, uh, your family, your friends, um, do you feel that um, they were there, they were supportive, or they were supportive but truly didn't understand, or what was, how, was the the perception? Yeah,
0: yeah, I think, I think they were kind of in the same boat as me, where I was in shock, Um, but they were definitely there for me, Um, that's, that was no question they were definitely there for me, but I think they're both, we were all just still figuring it out. Like, what is, like, I knew what MS was um, just, just a quick backstory. I did my, some one of my nursing projects um, on MS with a group. And so that's why would I, would I hurt when the, when the doctor told me that I was just, there's no way. That's so. that's why I, I, my denial kind of set in. But anyways, um, my, my, my family was there with me. So they were also trying to figure it out. And even even to this day, my mom says, she, you know, whenever she gets magazines, because my some of my magazines, like for like the M society and stuff like that goes to their house, she's, you know, she still tries to, you know, she reads about it. And she wants to learn more, she wants to be able to be more in a sense where she understands more. Um, I think a lot of it too, is um, me advocating for myself and spreading that knowledge um, but for the most part my my friends have been very acceptive of me I think part of me like trying to teach my friends and family about like what I'm going through is when I'm you know posting on social media and like just trying to like just share just share just share what I'm going through but not in like an overbearing way hopefully I guess like what, that's one of my fears too is that I'm like too much <laughs> but you know what? We're not.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, what uh, medications? Uh, what should I say? What? Um, what is your uh, MS maintenance uh, drug? Meaning, uh, would it out of Avonex, Beta Serona, Copaxone, uh, Gilenia? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You use or are you on?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm on. Uh, I'm on Ocrevus, which is the type. Uh, it's a twice a twice year. Um, infusion, yeah. I, before that, I was started on uh, plagrity, which was like an injection, um, and then I was started on um, uh, tisabri. After that, because I thought I had some like side, like weird side effects with it, so I was I was on tisabri, which is the, in, in, another infusion uh, every month, and then we tried a couple of medications, um, mazent and Jelenia. I just was like, I, I just, I think I just wanted to go for it. So that's when they're like, my neurologist, my neurology team was just like, let's go for Ocrevus. And so that's where I'm at now.
2: I've noticed that uh, they say that Ocrevus, um, I go to a specialist who he also does uh, articles. He's a big minority MS uh, advocate in California. Now he works he's <laughs> the state of kentucky and he had brought up over to me when i had because i've been on accident. now i have a question mm-hmm. for you and um have you ever explored or explored or do you believe in natural cbd marijuana i know as nurses, nurse different so i'm not sure it, but people can still believe in it yeah
0: yeah i think i i'm a proponent of like holistic care so I think it's nice to, to see, to find other things that may work for you. I, I've heard things about, um, about that from friends, um, not just, not just friends with, um, chronic illness, but friends who are, you know, have like chronic pain and whatnot. And so, um, I, I always say you do whatever works for you, you know, safety, but you're being safe. I'm all for that, but I'm all for that, um. I just, I'm, I myself haven't tried it.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's understandable. Um, I was going to say, what has this battle taught you about yourself? And what I mean it taught you about yourself in a good way, meaning what also like what will be your strengths and your weaknesses with this battle. But let's start first with what has this battle taught you?
0: That, it's a very loaded question, but I love it. Thanks, Randy. Um, what has it taught me? It's just taught me about. I I I think with with um, having some a chronic illness, I've kind of li- kind of limited myself. Like I gave myself like a like an expectation. This is this is what you can only do. This is what you can only do. So, but but I think MS taught me that I can do more. Um, Mm -hmm. but also while taking care of myself, obviously, without having to like, forget about that, like, you know, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to put myself in jeopardy, you know, just try to do everything, be everything. But it just taught me a lot about my, um, about our infinite capacity as people who like just resilience, you know, um, I, I've never really seen myself as resilient before, but I think after, um, (laughs) Five, you know, five years of this, I think um, I always kind of like, don't recognize that what I'm going through is a lot and I don't give myself enough credit. And so I think it's just taught me about like recognizing my uh, ap- appreciation for myself at the same time as being resilient. Um, I think that's, that's pretty key in um, fighting every day, mm-hmm. so.
2: Definitely. I love it. Uh, what are your strengths and your weakness? Meaning we see what your strengths um, are. You have started advocating for yourself. You have learned that my my interpretation of what you said were that uh, MS has taught you not to limit yourself, that you are more than even what you thought before. Just fighting this battle, you were like, if I can do this, well, why can't I do this? Like you said, while well, taking care of yourself, and I love that. That was my interpretation of it. So that was a real feel good moment for me uh, that you said that. So now, what would be your weakness? like? And when I mean, weakness, like I have, I have, my is uh, would be my cognitive because I know what I want to say. And right. Don't have, don't have to.
0: Um. So a couple of things: fatigue maybe some memory fog Um, and just um, just yesterday, it was really weird. Like, just like little things that are like nuisance, nuisance. Like, it's just like annoying too, but like weakness in terms of fatigue, like there, there are days when I just, I just don't get out of bed. Like I, obviously a lot of people are like, Oh yeah, I do the same thing. It's like, but it's just hard to be like, no, no. I like, there are days when I don't want to get out of bed. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and it's, it just—that's it. That—that's it. That, it. It's just like I—I have—I find myself having to explain myself, but I figured it's just I don't need to do that. Like I don't need to explain myself. <laughs> but yeah, that would be that would be my weakness. Is um my my fatigue, and I'm just trying to be more aware now of my because I, I did have that weakness because I when I'm out of or. Out and about or, or I'm driving I just mm-hmm. want to be more aware of that because um sometimes when I'm driving like yesterday I was driving home from work and my my right leg just like my right foot specifically was you know on, on the gas pedal mm-hmm. but it was like twitching and like I just like couldn't even control to stop it I was just like okay like I just kind of lifted my leg just so it wouldn't like go on the gas pedal you know things like That's that like,
2: yeah. it's like yeah uh, yeah
0: yeah, yeah just like not knowing if you'd be able to walk the next day. That's, that's one of my fears. Also, um, that's a fear of mine. And in, in looking at my weakness, it's like, you know, a lot, cause a lot of my MS is on my spine,
1: mm-hmm. uh, more
0: so my, more than my brain. And so that's what I was told is more of it is on my spine. So that's, I'm, I'm just being more, I'm just more like mindful cognizant, that yeah, I'm mindful of what, how my body what my body's yeah, telling yeah. me. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Okay, so, okay, so uh,
0: weather. Why does weather
2: uh, bother uh, you more than other hot temperatures, hot,
0: cold? Hot cold. Um, so so definitely. So California has, you know, the cold, the cold winters and the, the hot summers. Like, we, we, we get up in the mid-100s here sometimes. So definitely for the hot the hot summers, I try to stay inside and keep cool as yeah. much as possible. Um, and then for, you know, how they say with, um, winters though, is the reason why we are told to take vitamin D is because when it's winter time, we're not out and about in the sun, we don't get much sun. And so we don't have that capacity to convert vitamin D and, um, it, cause vitamin D is good for, you know, our immune system. And so. Okay. That's, you know, that's why like sometimes winters can be hard on us, on us um, with chronic illness or us with autoimmune disease because our immune system isn't as robust because we don't get much sun, we don't get much vitamin D and all of that. And so I, I do notice a difference and I try to like be, stay, that's why the fall, just the last fall that happened through the pandemic, I was much more vigilant and, you know careful because it could be the flu or it could be covid and so yeah, and it's yeah. the winter time it's the fall season so it's just
2: yeah. um, Paranoid.
0: i think i have like i don't
2: know
0: that too that <laughs> too or is, is it allergies a- now yeah i don't know is it
2: allergies it's, it's a whole different um, it's level. fun
0: yeah, yeah. so fun that's with that. all sarcasm yes,
2: yes. i want to talk about the fact of how awesome Adrian is. Let's talk, Let's about, talk about this it. American major contestant. I can't, I can't, can't even walk, walk. <laughs> now, <boy. laughs> I don't know if I'm going to the next one. I don't know the strength of it. And here you are, flying from rope, rope, hanging upside down, from lifting, <laughs> and tumbling tires up. It was like tractor tires, you tractor. Tires, everyone—not just regular tires—but she looks so amazing. Let's talk about that, that you have flying across. Outside the fact that she's a nurse, so she's like kind of like a real superhero because nurses save, and we love, appreciate nurses, especially uh, battling autoimmune yeah, disease I spent so much time uh, these in, these over these 20 years in the hospital or rehabilitation places that the people you love the most is the nurse so the fact that you're a nurse a person that you normally love the most and you have this disease and you're battling and then you also are a superhero because she can fly across wow <laughs> so how you got uh, became contestant? so um,
0: so so ever since I got diagnosed I told myself, you know, I, I, I actually, I literally, like, this is so cliche, but I've, I held life more preciously, and I told myself, you know, if I'm gonna be bound to, if I'm gonna be bound to this, this, um, auto, this autoimmune disease that will, pre, that will predispose me to weakness and all that, I'm just gonna try to, uh, get a, get a, get a little bit ahead of the game, and so, so I, I, I signed up to, I, I used to do a lot of personal training. you know with coaches and I would you know I would give them my goal and you know what I was going through and it's funny when I got diagnosed I was in the middle of um being trained by one of my former coaches she was amazing and I you know I was in the like she knew what I was going through but like when I when I went back to the gym after I got diagnosed um I was doing workouts and like there was like a workout I was just like I was just like stepping up and down like um like a, a box or something and like I it I had a little flare up then and there and I it like sat me down and from then on like I knew like I have to keep going like I just again like from your question about like what I've learned about myself I I just have to I can't li- limit myself so I just have to keep going um and so that's how I got to that but in terms of getting to American Ninja Warrior my coach um My most recent former coach, which I, I regard her as still my coach because she's, I went to high school with her. She's like my big sister. She's like, she's one of the best humans that I know. Um, Shout out to her. Um, But she asked me like, when I was still training with her a couple years back, she's like, what do you want to do next? You know, Um, I you know, in addition to hiking and all of that, like, what do you want to do next? And she, and I was just like, I of not know I was just like, I wanna do American Ninja Warrior. And then she just like, looked at me. She's like, are you serious? And I was like, yeah. And like, that was like a yeah with a, yeah with a question mark. And she's like, okay, let's do this. And so um, she asked one of our friends, like if he, if he could help me like, you know, create an audition video or something like compile things that I've done in the past you know, and I just, I, when I sent that application through, I I didn't know what to expect. I was just like, ah, it's fine. They're going to like send me that email, like saying like, thank you for applying and all that. And, but I was actually at work um, when I was still doing bedside nursing. I was at work. I was during, it was just during one of my breaks. I checked my phone. I received a voicemail from the casting director of American Ninja Warrior. And I was like, is this a joke? Okay. I'll just play it over and over. And so I called the number back, and he was he was serious. He was like, Congratulations, this is not hard. I wanted to congratulate you personally. That's why he called me. And I was like, Oh, this is insane. There's Dang. no way. And and right then, right then and there, I knew I wanted to use this as a platform for all of us because um, in the MS community, and you know, those those who are minority and fighting, fighting fighting every day with chronic illness in general too It's just like I I just want to represent. So that's that's when I that's when I was like, let's just do this. I but you know, even though I didn't make it far enough, I you made I, it. I, I, I was I, I was just yeah.
2: yeah
0: you maybe Yeah, it. You yeah. Made it See, that's one of my that's my that's one of my yeah that's one of my weakness brandy is I criticize myself. So I, there you I go. Do, I want to add to that. I
2: do too.
1: I do too, but
2: you, you did it. You made it. You how about not even that you made it? You apply. So you applied. Some people wouldn't even said they would have looked at what we're going through and said, "I wouldn't. I'm not even gonna apply because I don't even want to apply for them to even. Uh, you know, the fact of just saying I'm strong enough to apply that I feel that I'm. Worthy enough of this, and for you to go for it, and then for you to get it is amazing enough. So don't count that out. Um, yeah. What advice do you have for somebody who has just got diagnosed or is going through this battle? What what um, what advice? Do you-
0: yeah, I would, I would, I would tell, I would tell those who are newly diagnosed just give yourself grace because it's hard. It's 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 absolutely difficult, but sometimes you're hard on yourself and you know, you have so many questions, but just give yourself grace. I think um, grace, you know, what, what goes along with that grace is that you give yourself love and patience and forgiveness. Like you don't need to give yourself forgiveness, but in terms of like when you're when you're having rough days to just say, You just go through those, just go through those rough days, right? It's like what what it was that one quote. It's like go through Grow through what you go through is what they say, yes. right? So yeah. in, in, going, in growing through what you go through, you have to have grace because you have to be able to just be in the moment and just, just take it all in. Um, yeah. And that's how you're going to grow. And that's how you're going to become resilient. Um, and just knowing what, the hard days and the good days. When you have the good days, enjoy the good days. When you have the bad days, you know that there are going to be good days. so it's it's just a cycle it's just it's just taking it all in because that's what life is too right in general taking the good days and the bad days
2: yeah definitely um I love that uh definitely give yourself grace uh what sometimes when you're down and you're going through these battles what makes you keep fighting what are some things that push you to keep fighting
0: Yeah. um, So several things. One first is God. For me, faith has like got faith has been the consistent thing for me. It's been my rock. It's, 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 it's my, it's just that one thing that's consistent throughout my life. Like even before MS, after MS, through MS, whatever. So it's just that one thing that's gotten me through everything. And, you know, when things are hard, you question things, you just kind of have that conversation, right. With the, with 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 the higher up upstairs, and so that for me, it's just a lot of introspection that happens when you're when you're saying those prayers and you're just having those conversations with yourself, and not just with God, but with yourself. Because sometimes I think when you're having conversations with yourself, you're also you're in this at the same time you're having conversation you're having a conversation with God. I think that's you're like since God is everywhere and God is all seeing, you're just where whenever you're having a, like a moment with yourself, you're actually having a moment with him as well in terms of um, trying to see where you're at and reflect on things. Um, but also one of the things that has got me through is um, obviously physical activity has gotten me through this. I, I know it's a, it's, um, I don't know if it's a contradic- contradiction, but like staying active, I mean, obviously it's been proven staying active just can help also come combat symptoms, but obviously it's, it's, it can be difficult when you're, you know, when you're, when your MS has affected so many things that limits your movement and all of that. Right. Um, for me, I just found things that I love. Like I used to dance. And so now, even though I, now, even though my balance is, is crap, <laughs> um, I still have to turn on music
2: and do my two-step or sit in the chair. Yeah. Just...
0: Yeah. Even though I, uh-huh. so I used to. Yeah, I used to dance. And so, like, now that my balance is crap, I still like, I still dance. I still do my turns. I still play music and just like enjoy it. And, like, and that's like dance and music all together. That's just got what, what's, what's gotten me through this. But above, above all, though, it was my faith. It's my faith.
2: That's awesome. So, let's see. This might be like a tricky one. I'm just throwing this out. All right of quotes that you constantly say to yourself. Um, I did a quote and I made a post and I call it fearless living and it says to live fearless is to live and beyond uh, live fearless and basically live live beyond live fearless and let uh, and okay live fearless and don't be, don't have regret for things that are out of your control. I believe that's exactly what my. Advice. That's what I said. a sad thing. That's my quote, but I can't remember what the quote said. <laughs> and it's on, it's oh it's my god! On, it's on my page and it's fearless living, and it says basically, believe, you know, don't live fearless and don't have regret for things that are out of your control because these battles are out of our control.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, so. What is it? Um, so I, you know, one of the things I always like go back to is this thing where you know how like set I say step setbacks are not setbacks are step ups or setups for 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 better things and so I think with with MS and with chronic illness there's so many setbacks right yeah. but. It, in general, that it actually, you know, in addition to um, giving us strength and making us more resilient, it, it's it's with purpose. I always try to live life with, you know, intently and purposefully. So I I believe in that notion, like one hundred percent. Like setbacks are setups and step ups
2: I love to better that. things. I, yeah. That, that. I like that one definitely, and I'm always I'm a true believer that um, I always say watch the bounce back because and of- yeah, oh
0: yeah, yeah. And one of the things, um, actually, as a nurse, uh, as a nurse before, um, I I got published for this quote that I said, um, in newspapers and all of that. I got published because I said nursing is a diamond in the rough, and and it is, you know, the best things come from, it's, it's like a diamond, right? You, you know, like things going through the rough, a diamond in the raw, you have to polish it, you have to get it out, you have to polish it to make it its beautiful thing that we see, yeah. that we, we regard as brilliant. Like the the diamonds on your crown right now, on your sick bee uh, crown, you know? Like yeah. it, it has to go through the rough things for it to be beautiful, it, it does. like a yeah. diamond so I want to always go back to that as well
2: I think that's beautiful um do you have any beautiful or anything that you wanted to say or you wanted people to know
0: um so one of the so one of the things I'm trying to I'm trying I'm thinking about as well is you know I don't know if it's like a a downer of a topic but like with chronic yeah. illness you just don't want to be too much or you don't want to depend on other people or you don't want to be that person when you're around them right like you have to ex- you know you have to like miss out on things and I just want to let I just want to let family and friends know that if I'm ever in those moments that it's not because of them and it sucks when you say it's not because of them sometimes it's because of you that's one of the toughest things that I'm I'm still it's trying to I'm still trying to
2: it's not because of you. Um, it's because, and excuse my language, but um, I feel like I need to defend you in this situation as an MS warrior. Um, you don't have to explain yourself because it's not a and I call MS and I have called MS. I've been at MS for 20 years, got diagnosed at 17, have my friends into at nine. It's this bitch. And MS yeah. is this bitch. And I tell my friends when I can't show up. This bitch showed up before I can show up, so I can't show up. <laughs> You know what I'm nope. Yeah. People, but I call her this bitch. This bitch showed up. So how do you want me to show? But this bitch showed up before I showed up. She pre parties before I pre party at times. She started. <laughs> I started getting to the party or before the party was even thought of.
1: so Yeah.
0: She showed up. I can't show up. Yeah. This busy, you know. This busy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's
2: just it's what it is. When this bitch shows up, she's up. When they call me and they say, "How do you feel?" and I'm not feeling good, I'm like, "I'm like this bitch is here." I'm like, "Dang,
0: yeah, this bitch is here.
2: She affects
0: relationships." All right, she's- and I guess we're just gonna, I guess I'm we just got to learn good. how to deal with her. We're just gonna yeah. learn how to deal with her. Yeah. These
2: other women in my relationship, and I feel like at times she gets more attention than I do. <laughs> I. <can't> <laughs> Oh, no, you don't no. have to. Ms. So to her friends and her family, she wants to show up, but this bitch shows up before everybody else. So please understand and, it's not her. She wants to be there.
0: And also, I think about my future, Brandy. Um, I just if I ever meet somebody, I don't. I guess one of one of the things that I'm, I do this to myself, and like I said, I just said earlier, don't limit yourself. But I'm, um, I'm yeah. trying to like not, <laughs> yeah, like that that arena. No, that's like, okay. how do
2: you how do you even bring that up? You know, how do you announce it? Uh, I just had a, another podcast episode, and that was something that she was concerned about. She was saying that, a uh, you know, single, like, how do you? When is the proper time to introduce uh that subject um to her? And I, I don't know because um I met my partner um well he was there. I got diagnosed while I was dating him, so you know, that was different, and he, you know, he, he was a champ, and I'm, like I said, rather I get one more day with him, 10 more days with them. I thank God that I at least had that time with him, because some people don't get that time, and I don't know, yeah. uh, I think that how brilliant you are, I'm, feel like if you go in there confident, I, the first, second day, of course, you're just figuring things out. You know, that's not something you want to put on somebody, but I would go in there confident, looking fearless your list with my hair curl, my lipstick, and my eyelashes on, my mascara. And I will walk in there and say, I'm a nurse. I'm a ninja warrior, but I also have this bitch that comes around from time to time. And she- <laughs> up unexpectedly. I didn't invite her in my life. I don't like her. I don't fool her, and I try not to speak about her too often because she might hear me and pop up. But if I'm in a relationship, <laughs> unfortunately, this bitch got to come, too. So got is that going to be awesome that I'm going to be a bitch, and there's a bitch that's with me? And if you're down for the ride, that's fine. And if you're not, me and this bitch are going to kick rocks, and that's okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. Thank you for just turning that all around for me, that perspective. I appreciate you. That's amazing.
2: Yeah, I mean, I feel like you're too gorgeous. You're like I said, you're a ninja. So if anything, you can flip over his head and run past him. Hop <laughs> up in the tree and then jump from another tree and tell him, so long. tell him so
1: long.
2: I don't care. Tell him to catch you. How about that? Tell him if he don't want to date you, and tell him. Then that's fine. We'll mash him down to our arm arm wrestling match, and to see if he can oh, win. tires. oh! I
0: will take that on. I, I take on challenges. My 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 best friend slash coach knows that I take on any challenge. Definitely.
2: So <laughs> tell him if he doesn't think that you're as vicious and and can fight doing anything, thing, tell him to look the same tiger that you do, and I guarantee he's gonna laugh. And he's gonna be like, "Are you serious? Like you want me to?" <laughs> <laughs> and he'll hurt his back, one or the other. So there in fact, you prove that even if he doesn't want you, you're still stronger.
0: I guess I just got to find somebody who can keep up, huh?
2: Really? Because you're stronger than you. Stronger <laughs> than you're not just strong at MS. You see, the thing is, um, I always say my one strength, that one superpower that I got from MS was um, bounce back. And it's something that MS gave me, that she gave me, that I would have maybe had never...
0: Been able
2: to, yeah, on everything. It's because I know I can bounce back, and when I bounce back, it's
0: gonna be amazing. So I always say, when yeah, gonna... <laughs> I've been. Uh, so my best friend or my 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 coach, my big sister, she always re- like I told her I asked her before, like, oh, what would be one word to describe me? And she's like, stubborn. You're stubborn, which is I think it's one of the things that Ms gave me too. Is that it? She MS, she made me stubborn which in a good way has uh has helped me keep fighting
2: <laughs> and yeah. there we go so yeah, yeah. negative into a positive I, and yeah. i, I yeah. and i really don't know on that other day but i feel like um just number one you accomplished all this with ms so he might not be strong enough for you if he can't hang in there He if he's not can't hang in there because of MS, then he wasn't strong anyway because MS is your superpower. MS, even though- There you he go,
0: was, my superpower. You yeah.
2: can't stand it, but it gave you your superpower to know that if you can go through all that, you can go through way more. So, you know, you don't want to- Got it. You're probably stronger than him anyway, so you don't need a weak man. But this yeah. is my- but, Part of what? my- podcast. And this is where I get to say to you, Adrian, I love this part. I get to certify you, at Adrian, as a 160. Adrian, you are a strong individual that has fought through unimaginable, undeniable, courageous battles that life throws at you without warning, but you refuse to carry the spirit of broken. And So, Adrian, I certify you here as 160. And thank you, my love, for being on my podcast. So thank, you.
0: thank you thank you so awesome. much i
2: appreciate you oh thank you can you shout out uh, where people can find you locate you on the web
0: yeah yeah absolutely uh, you can follow my my instagram handle um neuroninja1 so that's n-e-u-r-o N I N J A one and also I mean Brandy's got my IG handle too. So if you guys have questions, you guys can ask her. <laughs> definitely. definitely.
2: <laughs> because because you follow me from one thing to the other. Hangs upside down. You can even you can ask because I've been trying. Yeah.
0: to. Figure out. So but yeah, I- I've been yeah I've been trying to use that platform, my Neuro Ninja platform, to just raise awareness about MS and that there is more to us ms warriors than ms and that we can do other things so
2: yes well thank you adrian yeah. and thank you, thank you king
0: and you're sure
2: to follow adrian and also myself one sick beat podcast on instagram one sick beat podcast on facebook one sick beat on youtube and one sick beat on spotify hi radio google and amazon awesome. and-
1: know you question life a couple times, but it's okay you growing. know you gotta read between the lines, but it's okay you own it. know you got some people in your life that's gonna make you want it. know you got some people by your side when you look into their eyes. All you ever do is smile because they make you worth it. Already know this life ain't perfect, but you gotta work it. You gotta adapt it to the pain and you got used to hurting. and You're the one that's needed help. You used to offer service. You're not alone, not by yourself. Now don't forget that. You're always fighting, always fighting for the get back, and you always trying, always grinding, and I'm with that. You're such a fighter, and your strength is where your gifts at. You know every day's a fight, but every day you getting up to perform. When you think it's nothing left, you gotta know you got more. Let's not forget that guy sent the strongest soldiers to war. the God sent the strongest soldiers to war. You know every day's a fight, but every day you getting up to perform. And when you think there's nothing left, you gotta know you got more. Let's not forget that God sent the strongest soldiers to war. Like, God sent the guy sending strongest soldiers to war. Like, We'll be